0: Alrighty, well it's not Tim Weisberg, it's Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light Sitting in for the third and hopefully final day Uh, Tim is on the mend from his kidney stone surgery And we hope to have him back tomorrow Uh, In the meantime, I've been holding down the fort You guys have been great to me All you guys and gals out there calling uh, Those who agreed, those who disagreed um, uh, We're all a South Coast community And it's been great to talk to you I don't have the, you know, I didn't have the music bumpers the first day because I, I didn't understand them. The second day I did have it figured out, but I came in this morning and uh, it was not on the right username and now it's telling me the domain is not available to me. So unfortunately I don't have a music bumpers for you uh, just now. Maybe we'll figure out that out later. I do have a lot of news uh, to, to share with you and, and talk to, to you about this morning, I um, uh, uh, first off, uh, uh, we have uh, a great story in the New Bedford Light this morning uh, about addiction on the South Coast. It's the beginning of a series that we're going to be doing on the, um, uh, uh, in the New Bedford Light about addiction. And um, just uh, uh, listen to these statistics. Uh, you'll be surprised at them. New Bedford residents die of overdoses at twice the statewide rate. Twice the statewide rate in Massachusetts. 541 individuals have died of overdoses in New Bedford since 2015. 92 people died last year. That's one in every 1,250 people in New Bedford have died of overdoses. So that's a a shocking number. And even those of us who are well familiar with the problem of addiction on South Coast and, and statewide and even nationally are aware of the growth of, uh, of the scourge of addiction, but to know that, that it's that common that one in, in every 1,200 people is dying of an overdose is, is just astonishing. Fentanyl, fentanyl is the, um, is the thing that's made it so much worse. We used to talk about heroin when I was growing up, but now it's fentanyl, which is a synthetic opioid. Uh, my goodness, uh, whoever invented this, uh, there must be a special place in hell for them because it really is a scourge. Fentanyl was a factor in 86% of overdose deaths in New Bedford, according to uh, this New Bedford Light study, which was done by Grace Ferguson. It's in the paper this morning. You can look at it for free. We never charge anybody over at the New Bedford Light. We're a nonprofit. All you have to do is get on your computer and and Google newbedfordlight.org. If you don't have a computer, your local public librarian We'll gladly help you uh, get on. So, uh, get over there and and um, look at the uh, problem with uh, addiction in New Bedford. Uh, it's uh, still summertime out. This late summer heat wave is continuing. This morning, uh, the first day I came over on um, Tuesday, it was seventy-one degrees when I left my house in New Bedford. Yesterday, it was seventy-three degrees when I left my house. And this morning it was 71 degrees again. A little bit cooler, but, but I, you really couldn't perceive it to the touch. Um, we are in the midst of a late summer heat wave. Uh, that's, that's fine with me. I, I hope you have air conditioning. It's, it's tough to sleep at night if you don't. But um, uh, we didn't have any. We had a rainy summer. I, I heard um, uh, Chris McCarthy talking the other day about the the deer, the deer, the, their fur is, is, is literally rotting because we had so much rain this summer. So I'm happy to have this this late summer heat wave. Um, how about you? It looks rather hazy this morning as I look out the window at at WBSM. Uh, uh, that's okay. Uh, usually it burns off uh, this time of year when we have that cloud cover in New England. We're on the ocean Uh uh I'm I don't, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm particularly uh, sensitive to the weather and the changes of weather. I, I just, um, maybe it's the older I get. I'm really into the natural environment and, and um, the differences in the weather from day to day really affect me. Uh, so I don't know if it affects you. If, it, if you have a weather story or how the weather affects you, uh, give me a call this morning. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, throughout the three days I've been here, The, um, the easiest time to get on is the first 20 minutes of the hour and the first 20 minutes, first 10 minutes of the half hour. So, uh, the, the lines are open if you're up early and, and want to call 508-996-0500. I know we have some regular callers. It, it always makes my job a little easier when I have someone to talk to. So, so, uh. Some of these um, great callers that we have in the WBSM family, give me a call. Uh, so as I said, this this um, addiction problem is still with us in New Bedford. Um, you know, I, I it's, it's it's a national problem, so I, I don't think we have to feel that we're any worse than any place else <clears throat> because we have this addiction problem. But I do think we have to acknowledge that there is something missing in our lives when, when we do gravitate towards addictive behavior, whether it's alcohol, drugs, food, sex, you name it, people get addicted to all kinds of things. And, um, there's been some interesting, uh, scientific studies on the nature of addiction and the biochemistry of the the body and the brain and what happens when people, uh, are in search of that high in search of the endomorphs, uh, I guess, is the, is the, the chemical term. And uh, there there are, you know, the, 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 the brain goes through certain periods where it craves what it hasn't gotten. And I was listening to one woman scientist who, um, she had done a study where she said that, that, that the, um, the evidence is that addiction is worse in contemporary times, because we are a time of plenty, we have no shortage of drugs, food, opportunities for um, alcohol. All of that is just right out there for us. And so, you know, whereas in historic times people were always scrounging, searching for, for uh, the basic necessities of life. Now we have all that, and so because we have all of it in abundance, we're always you know, we, we, we um, overeat or we overdrink or we indulge in these, these substances that, that make us feel better artificially. And um, it's not the way to go. Uh, 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 as the old song says, um, you know, you, you got to get high on yourself, not, not on something. Um, I think it was a song by the Kinks years and years ago. It uh, doesn't do any, any good to let somebody else get your kicks for you need to get your kicks yourself. So that, that's the, the nature of addiction. We have the first caller, so we'll go to them. Hello. you Whoops. Ah, they dropped off. Uh, maybe it was me. Maybe it was them. Uh, so call back if I screwed that up, caller. I think I tried to make you go directly to the air, and that may have been the problem. But uh, if you want to call again and, and talk about addiction, if you have an addiction story to tell, I'd love to hear it. As I said, the New Bedford Light did this great story this morning uh, by Grace Ferguson talking about the nature of addiction. All right, we have that call back. Let's try again. You're on the air with Jack Spillane at WBSM.
1: There you go, Jack. You'll get it sooner or later. Don't
0: worry. <laughs> hey, Johnny. <laughs>
1: What's going on?
0: How are you doing today?
1: Good. Um, yeah, I, I noticed you're talking about um, drug addiction, Bedford, and everything else. Um, I wanted to bring up a, a topic. It's, it it's, it's just kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with drugs, drug addiction and everything. And um, Not a lot of people are talking about it. Apparently, there's only one person in the United States that's talking about it right now on a on a bombshell interview by Tucker Carlson on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but Larry Sinclair?
0: No. Let me know.
1: Uh, so, Tucker did a, a, an interview yesterday. Actually, he probably did the interview, you know, Sometime last week and edit it yesterday um, on Twitter, and I'm sure. I, I, do you know who Larry Sinclair is? It, it, does he have so, something to
0: do with Sinclair Broadcasting?
1: Nope. So oh. Larry Sinclair was. Uh, he's not. He's not really well talked about because uh, he pretty much um, you know drops the ball on Obama about how he had sexual relations with Obama doing crack cocaine back in 1990. 1990-
0: Nine, I, be- I believe. Oh, I thought I, I thought I heard something about this a long time ago. Yeah. It, 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 to be honest, John, it sounds a little bit like a conspiracy theory, but go ahead.
1: Well, to each his own, I guess. I mean, but he came out publicly and, you know, had, a, had about a 45-minute interview with Tucker Carlson. And he aired the whole thing. I mean, it was, you know, the, the great thing about Twitter is that he, he, you don't have to. He's not sensitive. Tucker's not sensitive. So he can ask the questions. He's not, you know, um, he's not anybody's puppet. Okay, so he's not going to be censored or anything like that. So, I mean, it's, it's, he, he, it was like free reign. Yeah. You know, and the, guy, and the guy had it, you know, the guy uh, Larry, this guy Larry Sinclair, he, he came out back, and I believe it was 2008, um, the national press uh, board or something like that. He, he did like a national press release, I guess, and um, a public press release, you know. Yep. And, um, you know, he pretty much said, listen, you know, you, you people are going to think I'm crazy. Um, you know, but he's like, I had, you know, sexual relations with Barack Obama. And, you know, I smoked crack cocaine with him, too, in the back of a limousine. And not only been the back of a limousine, Jack, but he actually, Barack Obama, according to Larry, Larry Sinclair, went back the following day to his hotel room, you know, to do more drugs and have more sexual relations with this guy. Now, I don't, I don't have any reason not to believe the guy. Because he's holding on to this story now for over 30 years. You know, so think about it. It's like, you know, it, and, the, and he has nothing. I mean, Barack Obama is not the president no more. Um, he really doesn't have any reputation that needs to be, you know, killed by this guy. Because he's not the president no more. You know, he's, he can't, can't run for office anymore. Um, so so why, why is this guy Larry Sinclair... Uh, really going after obama i think he's i think he 's trying to expose the corrupt the corruption within the democratic party to be honest with you
0: well well, well say say that all of his story is true and i 'm not saying it is sure. but but yeah, yeah. say say it was all true that, that Obama did uh have sex with this guy and he did um uh do crack cocaine with him no one is going to um uh claim that uh Barack Obama is a crack cocaine addict if, if he did it once or twice or, or if he said, had sex with a man. It, it, no one's going to claim that his marriage no, is no, no good no. Or, or anything like that. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm skeptical because there are so many conspiracy stories. But, you know, there's, there's plenty of oh, – yeah. if, if you're from the, the, the right side, you would say, well, there's plenty of stories about Trump and all these women, even one woman who he was found uh, – Found by a judge to have raped, uh, uh, even, um, President, uh, George W. Bush. There were stories about his alcoholism and drinking and driving and various things. So these, these stories are out there. And if, if you're from the left, you, you, you may want to, to, um, advocate the stories on the right-wing politicians and if you're from the right you may want to advocate the stories from the left-wing politicians but i mean i think basically no one would argue that um either president george w bush or president obama were good upstanding family men uh i think you might uh have some questions about president trump in that regard by his own admission but but uh uh no
1: no i i i just i um I agree with you on that. You know what I mean. There's, you're not going to find a squeaky clean politician, Jack. No, you're not no. to e- oh, squeaky in, even clean even human in, being. Right. Even in local government, you're not going to find a squeaky clean politician. No. Nope. Okay. All the way down to the, all the way down to the, your 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 local government where you live. Okay. You're not going to find it. Um, with that being said, transparency should be a. a should be a big thing with this, with the politicians. you know what yes, I mean? I, I, it, it would. It would. It would make me okay believe that Barack Obama would have been a better man, okay, a better husband, a better family man if he came clean and says, "Yeah, you know what? The guy's right. I did have sexual relations with this guy back in nineteen ninety nine. I screwed up, and I want to come clean about it." But he should have. He should have did that while he was campaigning.
0: Well, if this it's guy true, has, if it's true,
1: if it's if it's true, of course. But this guy has. Phone records. He has his phone records from 1999 that show Barack, Obama or Barack Obama's phone number at the time. Okay, he wants him to release his phone numbers or his phone records from 1999, so that way they can pair them together and say, "Well, yeah, holy crap, this is true."
0: Yeah, so like- i i I would need I would need a little bit more than that to 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 uh, believe it. But but you know, I, I yeah, guess yeah. I guess you know, I I think a lot of people agree with me that that i don't want to live in this morass of these allegations you know um going oh, back I can and tell forth you
1: right, i, I could tell you right now jack okay i don't mean to cut you off but i know you're running you're running late for, for a break but i could tell you right now uh tucker carlson is a investigative journalist and, and, a, and a big you know he, he likes to stir it up okay he likes to stir the plot he's gonna dig further into this and i can tell you right now between barack obama's relatives or, or or Larry Sinclair's friends. He's going to get people on his show that are going to back up this guy's, uh, um, you know, cons- quote unquote conspiracy theories, and he's going to prove the he's going to prove it one okay, way but, or another but, but, if it's but, fake or if it's false.
0: But, but, but uh, Barack Obama can't be president anymore. He's already served two terms. No, no, I, that's why
1: I said I. It's weird how it's coming out now. You know I, what I mean? Uh, but it came out back in two, It came out back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. He did make a public statement. Yeah, well, no, nobody I. Nobody believed them.
0: I heard it. I heard it back then. Yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't recognize the name Larry Sinclair, but I heard. But I heard the story about Obama back then. You know, it didn't didn't really catch on. But but if you were he was uh, having uh,
1: marital problems back in nineteen ninety nine between him and Michelle, okay, and he he was he resorted to. to you know, doing illegal drugs and and, and you know having a sexual well, relationship uh, with a man. Uh, according to this person. According to this person, according to Larry Sinclair, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's that. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, Jack, honestly, when you get a chance, I know you're not really a big Tucker fan, but when you get a or a conspiracy person, okay. you get a chance. It's an interesting interview. It really is.
0: All right, Tuck, you know, Tucker Carlson is, is a talented journalist. John, yes, thanks yes, for calling. Yes. I got to right, go to the care, break. Jack. Yep. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're back. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, and I'm sitting in for the third and final day for Tim Weisberg, who has been under the weather a little bit with a kidney stone surgery, but he'll be back soon. Uh, uh, You can go on Tim's Facebook page and and read about his exploits as he's had the surgery. I know a lot of you are fond of Tim and and would want to wish him well. Uh, I've been talking this morning with uh, John from Fairhaven, uh, a regular wake-up call uh, for those of you who follow the station. And he was talking about President Obama's uh, alleged, uh, former President Obama's alleged uh, uh, sexual relationship with a man and uh, cocaine and crack use. Uh, This was on Tucker Carlson's Twitter show last night. Uh, I don't know that that's true. Uh, I think it's probably not true. But, you know, John... uh, seems to find it authentic it's sort of like some of the stories about president trump some of the stories about former president george w bush some of the presidents about stories about president biden they're all distraction in my opinion they're just distraction to keep us away from the the bigger issues which are the big philosophical philosophical differences between the um, democratic and republican parties over the way that the government should be run uh uh, I think you could boil it down to this: that the um, the the progressives, the left, feels that government should be active, uh, play a significant role in people's lives, and the uh, conservatives, the libertarians, the republicans, they feel that government should be small, and and people should take care of themselves, and 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 let the chips fall where they may. I'm, I'm on the left side, uh, you guys know that from listening to me and reading me over the years at the New Bedford Standard Times and and now at the New Bedford Light, but I think we can respect each other and and agree to disagree uh, agreeably, and so that's why I, I like to talk to um, uh, callers like John. I, I, I have to say, in my, my personal life, Some of, <laughs> this probably sounds weird, but some of my best friends are conservatives, I often found, find them easy to get along with and... and um, uh, have better sense of humor than some of my uh, progressive uh, friends. So, so uh, you know, it's all it's all part of the same back bag. We're all Americans. We're all New Bedford, New Bedford residents. We're all Northeasterners, New Englanders. Um, let's concentrate on the things we have in common instead instead of the things that divide us. Uh, uh, that, that's the way I feel, but. We're going to talk some more about the issues this morning, and um, uh, I hope the callers will call in. It's a great WBSM family we have here, and, and I love hearing from you. But in a few seconds now, we're going to go to Adam Bass and for the 6.30 news,
2: and I'm actually going to make it on time this time, Adam. All right. Thank you, Jack. And here are some of the national stories we're following. President Biden is heading overseas today. He's due to fly out of Joint Base Andrews this afternoon en route to India, where he'll be attending the G20 summit. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says Biden tested negative for COVID-19 again Wednesday after First Lady Jill Biden tested positive earlier this week. She noted that Biden will continue to wear masks indoors and when around others. Following the G20 summit, the president is scheduled to visit Vietnam on Sunday. The judge hearing the case accusing former President Donald Trump and 18 others of conspiring to overturn Georgia's 2020 presidential election won't sever the case of two co-defendants. Fulton County Judge Scott McAfee said on Wednesday he denied motions by attorneys Kenneth Chesbrough and Sidney Powell to sever their cases from each other. But the judge was skeptical of the district attorney's plan to begin a trial for all 19 defendants beginning next month. Chesbrough's trial will begin on October 23rd after he requested a speedy trial, and unless something changes, Powell will be tried at the same time. A federal judge is ordering the state of Texas to remove the so-called floating border wall. The Justice Department is suing to get the system of buoys out of the Rio Grande. There are allegations that Texas is violating international law. The buoys were launched over the summer near Eagle Pass, Texas, which has become a hotspot for illegal immigration. Texas has been given a September 15th deadline to remove the barrier. Speaking of Texas, Texas Attorney General Ken Pax's impeachment trial continues in the Texas Senate today. Trey Thomas reports. His former second-in-command, Jeff Mateer, says the office was dumbfounded as they thought their boss was using
1: his power to help a political donor. That concerned me because there have been allegations in the past that he had taken actions on behalf of campaign donors. Paxton continues to deny the claims.
2: A handful of other whistleblowers are set to testify at the trial, which is expected to last several weeks. I'm Trey Thomas. And the calendar says summer is almost over, but the weather didn't get the memo. Record-breaking heat continued for, mo- for most of the U.S. on Wednesday, and more is on the way. The National Weather Service expects scorching temperatures to keep impacting millions through Friday in the Mid-Atlantic and the Northeast, and through the weekend and in Texas. Miserably hot weather will also return to the desert southwest where Phoenix, Arizona will be under an excessive heat warning from Saturday morning through Sunday evening with afternoon highs above 110. In sports, the Boston Red Sox suffered defeat to the Rays last night in Tampa Bay. The score was 3 to 1. The Sox will head home to Fenway and play against the Baltimore Orioles tomorrow at 7:10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. It is going to be hot and humid today. We are going to see partly sunny skies with highs near 89 and 90 degrees. It's going to feel like it's 95 degrees today. Stay hydrated. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy and humid, 69 degrees. And for tomorrow, a little bit cooler, mostly cloudy, breezy, but still humid, high near 80 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now, it is 72 degrees here in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
0: Thanks, Adam. The uh, sun is rising outside the WBSM studios like a big yellow ball. Remember that song, Red Rubber Ball? That was a a big hit when I was a kid in high school. Uh, uh, It's a beautiful sight. Uh, That's one of the... um, advantages of getting up early in the morning and doing this shift. Uh, you get to see the the sunrise over, I guess, top and sharp um, in the uh, wind turbines. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. I'm sitting in for Tim Weisberg this morning again. Uh, we've been talking with John about uh, um, uh, stories about President Obama. I'm not, I'm not sure the significance of them, except that you, I, I guess... John's point is that a lot of the um, news doesn't make it to the mainstream media. I think that that's probably true, but some of it doesn't make it there because it turns out not to be true. And responsible journalists who have vetted the the information have decided not to run that. So it's not because they're afraid of running it. It's because they know that it isn't true or, or well, may not be true. It hasn't been verified Uh We've been talking this morning about the problem of addiction. Um, the New Bedford Light has a great start of a series this morning that we're going to be run, running over the next few weeks uh, uh, about the uh, pro- problem of addiction on the South Coast and in New Bedford in particular. And uh, the news that New Bedford residents have twice the overdose rate uh, as the rest of the state of Massachusetts. We know that the, the state and the nation as a whole is in the midst of an addiction crisis, worse than ever because of the scourge of fentanyl. Fentanyl is this synthetic drug that they now lace, not only the um, injectable drugs, but they, they lace the pills with it. Uh, it's it's synthetic. It's not regulated by the government. So that's that's something the government does. I want the government to be involved in food and drug regulation. For those of you who say government is always bad, Uh Five hundred and forty-one people, New Bedford residents. At least five hundred and forty-one have died of overdoses since 2015. Ninety-two died last year. That's a lot of people, and um, we've really got to get a better handle on it. We have a call coming in. You're on the air on WBSM. Good morning. Good morning.
3: <laughs> I just want to compliment you on the great job that you've done. You've been very informative, and I've enjoyed. And thank you for covering up the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, it's nice to hear everything you know in local things and talks. And well,
0: one, n- thank you. You did
3: a great job.
0: It's it's, it's nice of you to say that. Uh, I I have to say that you know I've been a journalist for forty plus years, and and I would say that that. Um, Being a a talk radio host is not as easy as it looks.
3: (laughs) No, I realize that, but I want to say that I admire you and I know of you, so I just had to call in.
0: Well, thank you for calling. It's it's, it's nice of you to do that. You have a great
3: day now.
0: You too. It's a beautiful day coming, even though it's going to be a little bit warm. Okay, bye-bye. It's a nice call. It's start my day off. Uh, So uh, uh, what else has been going on? Uh, We have another story in the New Bedford Light this morning that the first assembled turbine parts have left New Bedford for the vineyard wind um, uh, turbine field out southwest of uh, the island of Martha's Vineyard. Uh, A 100-foot barge squeezed its way through the 150-foot hurricane barrier. That must have been a sight. I don't know if if you've had the opportunity to go over to the hurricane barrier as any of these uh, massive turbine parts are coming in and out. It really is something to to behold. I I put up a a photo on my Facebook page the other day and said, New Bedford is a big industrial port now. Now, you can argue as to the number of jobs, especially the number of local jobs that have actually come with the turbines. I say it's still a good thing to have these jobs. Maybe some of the people that take them will move here. I wish more of them were going to local people. Uh, I know that the unions have gotten active on that, the stevedores, uh, they've had some success. Uh, we have some training programs going on. Uh, it's certainly true that the, the wind turbine companies have exaggerated the number of jobs. The New Bedford Light did a story on that as well. But I still think on the whole, uh, this is where I disagree with my friend, uh, Scott Lang, former mayor, that it's good for New Bedford to have a part of that industry. I understand the concerns of fishermen, and I think we have to be careful I think we have to do some good studies as to what the effect of these turbines is actually going to be. But I, I don't think that we have to assume that it's going to be negative. Like, you know, we have to be careful. And they haven't done the studies they should have done. But, but that doesn't mean that I think that the two industries can't coexist. Climate change is real. You know, you can call me up if you think climate change is not real. I, I think it's... Been well established now. Some people say, "Well, it it may be real, but it's not caused by fossil fuels." Well, I, I you know, I don't know how you know better than than ninety seven percent of of reputable scientists. But, but, you know, I think we're seeing with these these massive weather calamities that that we're getting from fires to hurricanes to uh, uh, just uh, droughts, massive massive changes in the weather. The the ice sheet in Greenland melting. Uh, it, you know, we, we have science for a reason. Science has given us the great quality of life that we have nowadays, and and we should pay attention to it. Does that mean that there aren't downsides to doing wind turbines and, and that there isn't fossil fuel that goes into them too? Sure it does, but but we have to do something. We, we can't just go on as we are. We have another call on the line, so we'll go to them. You're on the air with Jack Spillane on WBSM.
3: Hey, Jack. How are you doing? Good. So on, on the climate change issue, um, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who, uh, they, they changed the narrative. So back quite a few years ago, um, there's people out there that believe that climate change, they, they just completely denied it. It, it, it was undeniably false it didn't exist as a false narrative now as time went on uh now it changed from it doesn't exist to oh it, it's a real issue but it's natural it, it's something that's always happened so as as evidence and data come out and and we see more extreme uh fluctuations in the weather patterns uh, it, it's an undeniable fact that climate change is real and that climate change is is happening. But now that they're starting to say, well, you know, it's it's a natural occurrence that happens every every ten thousand years, you know, it used to happen back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth, and now it's happening again. It, it has nothing to do with um, man-made issues, fossil fuel burning. You
0: so know, how, it, how it, so how how do you account for the fact that not just the majority, but the overwhelming majority of scientists say it does?
3: Right. That's that's literally what i'm saying that i'm not disagreeing that climate change is real i believe that climate change is real i believe that climate change is a man-made uh accelerant oh okay. uh, well, well yeah it's accelerated it, it may have actually been a natural occurrence and then on top of that man-made fossil fuels have accelerated the process in in you know if you look at the, at the data so What do we do about it? I think the left is too afraid of uh, nuclear energy. I think that's the greenest, cleanest form of energy out there. I think that's the best form for electricity. I believe if we started to to build more nuclear power plants, I believe the, the technology out there is far superior and tested and safe than any other energy out there. And unfortunately, the left, has 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 insistently denied um, any sort of progress on that. I believe they they look at at solar, and and I'm I'm of the I'm of the mind frame of we should do everything right now, uh, from burning gas to burning fuel to burning coal, but also implement green energy where it's wind turbines, where it's uh, solar energy, and nuclear. So. As we continue down the, the the path of sustainable energy and green energy and clean energy, we need to wean ourselves away from the fossil fuels and start to, um, I guess, implement more nuclear and, and get away from the politics of, of the I, environment. I,
0: I agree with a, a lot of what you said, Carl. I have to go to a commercial break. You can hang on if you want, or else I'll respond uh, uh, afterwards. But i got to go to a break sure. right now. we absolutely. Okay, it's not Tim, it's Jack Blaine, and I'm going to go back to that caller in a minute, but I forgot that I'm obligated to read this uh, 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 radio promo this morning, and I'm going to do that now. Our goal is to make sure every business owner in this market knows we do a lot more than just radio. Join our free virtual seminar for business owners overwhelmed by digital advertising platforms. Whether you're a current Fun 107 WBSM advertiser or simply love learning, there's no Risk in attending. It's a virtual event so you can tune in from anywhere, even while you're having lunch or at the beach. Explore social platforms including Meta, TikTok, streaming TV, and email marketing. This seminar covers it all. Digital advertising is accessible to everyone. Discover how the right strategy can benefit your small business. Save the date, Wednesday, September 13th from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. RS, RSVP by sending a message with your name and email to receive the join link. Learn about tools that can help you achieve your sales goals, including unprecedented insights into your business's consumer foot traffic and year-over-year market share data. Secure your spot for Wednesday, September 13th from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. by sending us a message or email with your contact information. You can email us at n. I mean, info, all capital letters, I-N-F-O at WBSM.com. All right. I've read the promo, uh, and we're back to the caller. Sorry about that, caller. It's live radio. No problem, Jack. How are you doing? So, I, 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 so you were talking about the left being um, unreasonable about nuclear uh, power, and I think you're right about Correct. that. I think we, we really don't have a choice. Uh, we haven't solved the nuclear waste problem. Uh, uh, problem completely. Nobody seems to want it. That place, Yucca Mountain, out in Nevada, didn't want it. Maybe we can blast it into space someday. But, but I think we do have to use nuclear for a time. And I I think we have to use everything: solar, wind, uh, geothermal, uh, right. hydropower, what whatever. Um, but you know, because we we can't just have the sea level rising uh, for this uh, for these ca- cataclysmic weather events. So right. I think that so- there is unreasonableness on both the left and the right about this issue.
3: Correct. And, and if we remember back in the 70s, uh, we heard that the, the climate was changing, right? So it was branded by the left. It was or branded by uh, climate activists or environmentalists as, oh, the next ice age is coming. What I think is hap- what happened back then was they didn't know what was really happening. They saw extreme fluctuations in temperature. So just like we have today, we have extreme weather events in the winter where it's extremely cold. We have the polar uh, vortex. We have massive snowstorms across the United States during the winter. And then at that point, you hear the right saying, oh, look, see, there's no such thing as a global warming because it's snowing in my front yard. In reality, we have massive extreme fluctuations. We have massive storms in both seasons. So we have uh, Category 5 hurricanes. In the Pacific, uh, right now we have a Category Five over by on the uh, the western side of, of Mexico. Massive, massive hurricane with 150, 160 mile an hour winds, and and it's those types of events. While they do occur every year, it's the frequency that it happens now, and this is the the type of climate change that we need to stop focusing on. Is yeah. Yeah, climate is changing. Back in the 70s, we called it the new ice age, but in reality, it was just the extreme weather events of the winter. Now we have extreme weather events, and we understand that the global climate change is happening, and it's due to an accelerant, which is the fossil fuels. You have the CO2 going in the air, causing. We we've heard the story a thousand a thousand times. It causes a blanket effect on in the environment, and, and it causes heating and warming um, across the globe. We see the the Arctic. Uh, ice is melting like crazy, and what we need to do is concentrate on renewable, clean energy. Maybe you know.
0: I gotta say takes, you it, are you it, are one of the most takes, eloquent eloquent uh, callers I've ever heard on this topic. I, I do. I apologize. I have to go to another commercial yeah, break. I no gotta problem. squeeze them in, but but great job, great you job. It, you really you it, really it. explained it uh, better than I ever could, and um, it's a problem we have to deal with. Have a good one, Jack. Okay, I have a call on the line who's been waiting patiently, but we only have about 30 seconds, so you can start out. That's all I
3: need, Jack, is 30 seconds. You mentioned the song Red Rubber Ball when you was in high school without looking it up. Would you know the artist that does that song?
0: Oh, I I know it's somewhere in my brain, but I can't pull it out off the top of my head.
3: It was a one-hit
0: wonder. The group was called
3: The Circle. The Circle, yes. C-Y-R-C-L-E, and it was written by Paul Simon.
0: Wow. How about that? Great job, caller. Yep.
3: Now, great. quickly, is Jessica Machado still uh, working for the station or not?
0: Yes, as far as I know. Okay. So she'll be on Saturday, I guess. Uh, Saturday? I, I, and, and is she still on at night? Yeah. Well, she, she still, hasn't been on this week at night. Oh, well, maybe she's taking some time off, but 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 uh, my understanding is that she's still got, she's still on at night, too. Very good. You're doing a great job, okay. Jack. Thanks, Have caller. A good one. Bye-bye. Yep, you too. And... Uh, yeah, I should be coming up to the, the um, bumper for the news shortly.
3: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.